Justin Barsha, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show. What's up, you guys? Jeremy McGrath here. You are listening to Moto X Pod Show. Guys, after a, uh, a short break, we are back with the Moto X Pod show this week for episode 180. We've got Brock Tickle coming up tonight, Lane Shaw and Van Martin. We've got a full house tonight in studio. It's the first time this has happened. But before we get into all that, I want to thank all of our sponsors, our title sponsor, Cherubis. For decades, Cherubis has been the leader in moto plastic and accessories. With products that fit perfectly, look amazing, and last, Cherubis has what you need. So visit CherubisUSA.com. Or call 1-800-659-1440 and let Brian and Talon know that you guys support the Moto X Pod show. We're going to discuss and a Cherubis giveaway coming up here in just a little bit. But I also want to thank X-Brand Goggles, Shock Socks, Torque One Racing, All Sport Dynamic Wrist Braces in the house tonight, Blood Lubricants, we'll be doing a giveaway for that tonight on YouTube, Fly Racing, Power Band Racing for all you WP suspension guys, Berm Lords Graphics and Jersey ID, Extreme Colors, uh, I just got my helmet back last week. I'm stoked. And Williams Moto Works all on board for 2021. Uh, so, Scotty, in the house tonight. No DJ TJ again. Loser. No. Yeah, we got it We got it going, though. We, got it. we did it without him. Yeah, and just so everybody knows. So, as you, anybody that watches all the time or listens, you know, we've had some technical issues here and there. Uh, we figured out, finally, one of the cameras we use has the latency issue, which is why the volume comes before... You actually see it happen. It's our GoPro. We're switching that out. We got a new camera on the way, so that that little problem will be fixed. And some of the other sound issues, I think we finally figured those out as well. Got to give TJ a little bit of credit for that. He did come over like a week ago, and we messed around and figured that stuff out. Uh, but I want to introduce one of my good friends, one of our longtime supporters, sponsors from Allsport Dynamics, Mr. Jeff Brewer. What's up, Jeff? Oh, not much. How are you guys doing this evening? Doing good, man. Really stoked to finally have you over here. You've been around the business. Way longer than I have. I don't know if you remember, probably don't, but 12, 13 years ago, I came and saw you over in Nacogdoches. I had broke my wrist um, for the third time. was pretty frustrated, and I saw one of your ads in one of the magazines. Right. And I was in Tyler, Texas, and I was about to drive to Houston, and I saw the ad that said you were in Nacogdoches, and I called up and was like, hey, I'm coming through there. Can I stop in? And bought bought an off-the-shelf brace. Which lasted me ten years. I think you probably didn't make very much money off me because they <laughs> never go bad. But uh, yeah, man, I'm stoked to have you in studio. Tell us a little bit about why you started All Sport Dynamics and how it's been going. Well, actually, Jamie, uh, I broke my ankle in 1985, and what ended up happening was I broke my ankle, was uh, laid up in bed for about three months, and the whole time. Uh, I was laying there trying to think of a way to uh, get back to work. And so I went to a plastics house with the knowledge of knowing that plastic does melt. <laughs> yeah. And went back home, drew out a design on my ankle, and threw some plastic in, cut it out, 
and that was my first ankle brace that I ever made. And uh, from there, I went and showed it to some folks at the motocross track, and that's back in the days when boots hardly had any ankle support in them at all. Yeah. And so uh, I was showing it to some folks and and had quite a bit of interest in it. And uh, at that time, I helped uh, uh, a young man that had was in a bad wreck, and uh, he needed some support in walking. And I helped him out and just kind of kept pursuing it from that time. And then uh, made hundreds of them in my oven, got them on. <laughs> I remember you telling me that. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was crazy, all right. Yeah. Because people, everybody thought I was a nut, <laughs> including my mother. Sure. You know, she she was the one that really thought I was a nut. Right. But, uh, yeah, I got my patent on it in 1990. And then uh, Gary White and I started the company and, and – uh, that's what we did for, I don't know, probably 10, 15 years was we serviced uh, several hospital systems, which I still do to this day. Uh, we serviced the UT Health System around East Texas and uh, have some hospitals down in Houston that purchased from us. And uh, yeah, so it was it was been a good business, you yeah. know, with the ankle braces and everything. But then as time progressed. The boot manufacturers started making their boots uh, with better ankle support, started putting the pivots in them. Right. Uh, yeah, I think back in, I worked with Jeremy McGrath. Uh, I made him an ankle brace, a custom ankle brace, back in, I don't know, probably 96, 97. Okay. Something like that. And then that's when uh, things started changing, I guess you could say, was... Uh, you know, the boot manufacturer started kind of taking notice of what I was doing. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, it just kind of grew. Boot, yeah, it kind of grew, and I kind of got pushed to the side a little bit. And so uh, in 1995, Mike Brown came to me, uh, Brownie. Yep. Uh, he was already wearing my ankle brace, and, and uh, I, I, had, I had worked with a lot of guys prior to the, him that wore my ankle braces and uh he needed something for his wrist and asked me if i could make something and i said i don't know but let's see what we can <laughs> yeah, do yeah and so i did so yeah it is uh it's been a a lo interesting road well i mean you know and, and notable names just in the last number of year, five ten years i mean justin barsha wore your braces yep. i think won a championship while wearing your braces if Two i'm not mistaken yeah. uh adam cincerillo wore your braces yep. Austin Forkner wore your braces after he hurt his wrist. Uh, Brock Tickle, who's going to be on tonight, is in your brace still. Savachi's in your brace. L a laundry list of fantastic riders. And there's a lot of different braces out there. There's a couple competitors that have some high-end guys wearing their, their braces. Uh -huh. But what I noticed, and you always seem to be able to show this when I see you at local events, is you could take this other brace and you can look at your brace and there's a huge difference in functionality and craftsmanship and in how long they last, which you, you've said almost could be a detriment to you. You make these braces so well that people don't have to come back every year to buy a new brace. No, no. And and I sold some the other day to a guy that his braces were 17 years old. Yeah. And he wanted to upgrade his to get the new model. 
And it was kind of funny because he tried asking me if he could get a discount on it. <laughs> I said, man, you got a discount on yours 17 years, years ago. ago. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, whenever, whenever people see my brace, uh, they get a, you know, what we do is, is an art is, is, is craftsmanship. And, uh, uh, we do make our off the shelves out of molds which is what i wore for 10 years yes and yeah we, and we have some nfl players that wear that as well i was going to ask you about that here yeah and uh but our our my way of thinking on our wrist brace whenever i designed the brace was it has to be functional it has to be worn on a daily basis by these riders or they're not going to wear it yeah and all of that has to be taken into consideration. It's got to last for six, eight hours a day. I mean, and for those guys, for sure. Yeah, they wear it all, every day. I've got riders that depend on it every day for hours, and uh, it has to be able to stand up, you know. And that's one of the things that I'm very proud of with our product. Of course, we've had some issues along the way, but. Uh, there's not a company around that's been around for 31 years that hasn't. Yeah. You know. Well, and you have a, a theory that I like or a, or a outlook on things with this brace also that I mentioned like Austin Fortner. Yeah. Who once he healed up, he quit wearing it. Sure. And I, if I'm not mistaken, the like the, the motto you told me on the brace originally was like, it's the helmet for your wrist. This isn't something that in your mind is to be worn okay, I just broke my wrist, I'm going to wear it for a while. This thing is to be worn like a helmet, like a neck brace if you choose to wear one, to prevent the wrist injuries. Correct. And, and that's why I went into it, and I still wear it. And I have had – hell, the, the crash last year where I punctured my lung and broke my collarbone, I mean, both my wrists, I felt them snap back to the stopper on the brace and stop. And that was a long drop that sure. I had. And had I not had those on – I might have had two broke wrists along with the broke ribs. I mean, I've noticed my wrists saved multiple times by your braces. I'm positive of that. Oh yeah, we've had we've had people fall out of the sky. <laughs> you know, Jimmy Fitzpatrick fell like three stories. Oh wow! Okay, and uh, uh, he broke the brace, but his his wrist was fine. Wow! And uh, Jimmy's been wearing the thing. If you if you ever notice, he's still wearing it to this day on his left hand whenever he rides. He's yeah. gotten bunged up a little bit through time sure you know but uh uh who hasn't you know if you're in this sport very long things happen and uh my ultimate goal is to get these kids to start wearing these things prior to them getting hurt yep and uh we started seeing a lot of uh, little kids getting hurt a couple of years ago and so i started working on and trying to develop this little junior model kids brace and uh, we have probably over 100 little guys around the country right now that are wearing them every day. Their parents are wanting to protect their wrist. And, you know, it's just it not only costs money, but time off the bike. Sure. You know, and I've noticed, you know, I, I rep your, your uh, braces at the tracks as as well as the asterisk knee brace. And people come up and like, well, how much is that? And you give them a price. And they're like, whoa. But then you, you think, OK. What does it cost you if you break your wrist and you're out of work for right. six weeks and you got to pay all these medical bills? It's a whole lot more than that brace costs. Oh, yeah. I mean, I tell people all the time, you know, my, my custom model braces are 700 bucks. Yeah. for a pair. But 
you can't take one ambulance ride cheaper than that. <laughs> exactly. You know. Yeah. And, uh, unfortunately, that's that's the the truth. And I've been wearing them now. Like I, I wear, I've been riding some BMX. You know, mm-hmm. like st- yep. street and stuff. And I've been wearing them on those. Uh, I, I want to ride my mountain bike because I just never know, and I don't trust my wrist anymore. Sure. Um, and you, you mentioned a little while ago doing some stuff for NFL teams. I think you you work with the Cowboys and the Lions, I believe, and maybe. I've I've got uh I've been working with probably 14 15 different NFL teams. Nice. And uh uh yes, I do a lot of work with uh, the Cowboys, the Texans. Go Niners. Uh the Niners. <laughs> okay. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I uh, uh I work with a lot of guys. Yeah. There's people out there that I that I see wearing my brace that I never even knew. Oh, okay. You, you know that I mean, I don't know where everything ships. Sure. You know, but uh uh yeah, it's pretty cool. You know, I've got I've worked with IndyCar drivers, uh, snow skiing. I mean, I've I've built custom braces for the Canadian Alpine uh, ski team before. Uh, and it's it's so cool because it's such a little shop just in Nacogdoches, Texas. You know, it's yep. just, you know, you you think of some of these companies, Oakley or whoever these like oh you just think there's these massive facilities and it's really just you and Gary. Yeah. Pretty yeah, much. We've got some workers, you know, and, yeah. and uh, we're just a small company trying to do a good job. You you give us a call. You're not going to get a robot. Well, yeah, I think I, like I said the first time I called, I talked to you. And that's usually what, you know, people ask me, what's the main difference between our company versus my competitors? And I tell them, just like I told them this past week at Mini O's, uh, one of the biggest differences is you'll get my cell phone the minute you turn into a customer nice and if you have any questions have any problems anything i want to know about it first because i've heard everything you know yeah so it doesn't that's good though you take the feedback oh yeah 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 that's how you learn you know for me another selling point um is and i don't know your business and you don't have to get into it but guys like brock and adam that are wearing your braces I don't think I don't believe you're paying them a big paycheck. They're wearing these braces because they believe in the product. They're paying for the product, most well, of them. Well, I took I took that early on, back in the early '90s when I was started on my ankle braces, uh, because to me, if you have to pay someone to wear your product, what is that worth? Yeah, it's, I agree. It's, it's it's not worth much. Well, go ahead. You got something, Scotty? Well, no, you go ahead. I will remember last year, I was going to tell the story, at um, Freestone, at the Amateur Nationals, the last time they had one, mm-hmm. I came down, you were there, and I was on the behind the starting gate, to, hanging out with Richard Taylor, and, oh, yeah. you know, and then one of his buddies was lined up, and he had the other brand, got, the other brand wrist brace, right. the Mobius, sure. right? And I said, hey, man, why are you wearing that brace? You know, just out of curiosity, why do you wear it? Why do you like it? So, well, I mean, I, I broke my wrist and I just needed something quick and cheap and I had to get it and I got this. And I was like, do you know anything about Allspar Dynamics? And he he didn't. Yeah. So I ran to my truck real quick and got my brace and came back and he was like, oh, wow, I like how this is built. And he told me a story that in the moto before he had crashed, hurt his wrist, but the Mobius was covered in so much mud that the medics couldn't even get it off because the strings had gotten caked up. And, and it was just kind of a, I said, you need to try these. And I don't know if that kid ever got with you or not. A lot of times they probably don't. You know, I don't. I don't really know off the yeah. top of my head, but you know, uh, it's just quality. Uh, it's just yeah. My braces are are you know they're built to last. Uh, I stand behind them one hundred percent. You give us a call. You got a question, problem, whatever. 
we we try to take care of it and fix it. I like it. You know. Well, yeah, and it, and you know, you just had we just talked to a Brock a second ago, and that's the kind of the thing that you off said off air, yeah, 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 off air that makes it makes a difference is that uh, you're like a friend, you're like a friend to him. It wasn't like. Uh, you know like the corporate world yeah. it's just it's just you know and that's probably why you've been able to do all these things with all these different people is because you know you you value the friendship and the relationship and making sure that they're taken care of and that that that's the detail that that's business right there yeah well it's it's the same way that i i uh do business with the nfl teams yeah you know uh i've built up friendships with these guys yeah and i mean if someone quits wearing my product that's my main goal that's okay if you don't want to wear my product, that's fine, as long as the friendship is intact. Well, speaking of that, you told me a story, Justin Varsha, right? He yep. he chose a couple years ago to yep. stop wearing the brace, but I think you still went down and went fishing with like his dad. Oh his yeah, mom. yeah, 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 yeah. So, no, we're we're yeah. still we're still friends. Yeah, uh, uh, and he still says highly think good things about you. Oh yeah, it's I just mean, th- these guys are mental cases sometimes. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, he wore he wore my braces for several years. Yeah, and won a couple national titles yep. doing it, Supercross titles, and uh, you know, for whatever reason, he was having some issues, and and uh, he decided to quit wearing them. But uh, you know, him and I are still good friends. We went down to his house, and you know, uh, that's the way I like to be. You know, yeah. because what are, what else are you going to do? No, I think you that's know, great. That's and, You know, I say on the show all the time why I involve, involve myself with certain companies like Fly Racing and sure. X-Brand Goggles is the relationships, the way Richard Taylor, Rich Taylor took care of me, the way Jason Thomas and Max at Fly take care of me. That they're, You can't buy that, really. I, I don't think the, the, the friendships or the – just the respect, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Sure. That it's, it means something to me. I don't like a bigger brand. Like Oakley could give me f- a better discount, let's say, or free stuff. I don't know Mr. Oakley, right? you know, right. but I know RT and sure. I know when I call RT, he's going to take care or help me out. Same hey, with Jason Thomas. Rich was one of my first guys too. I think we talked about Rich, that. Yeah. Uh, I helped Jason. I helped out. Uh, uh, I've worked with just about everybody seems like in the industry at one point or another. You know, which, like I said, I always try to, as friends first, if I can help you out, I certainly will. If I can't, then I'm sorry, I'll try. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I, so. I like that a lot. Um, let's shift gears. Just, well, sure. you had mentioned off air that maybe you'd like to do a little giveaway kind of thing. You still you sure. want to talk about that? Or? Sure. So what you said, is you have the off-the-shelf braces, which uh-huh. are basically small, medium, large. They, they fit. I mean, they fit awesome. I, like I said, I use them for years. DJ TJ still has the set that he wears all the time. And you're basically going to do buy one, get one free for one of our listeners. Yep. And I think what we decided to do is we'll give you two weeks, post a picture on Instagram of your favorite riding spot, you on the bike, and tag at wrist brace guy. That's you. Yep. Uh, at wrist brace guy on Instagram and tag at Moto X Pod Show. We'll give you a couple of weeks. We'll pick a winner. And basically, you'll buy one, get one free. Sure. On a, a set of off-the-shelf braces. Just in time for Christmas. I like it. I appreciate that. That's really awesome because that's a hell of a savings. I mean, oh, yeah. they are. Yeah. They It is sometimes hard for people to come off a few hundred dollars sure. to buy stuff, you know. And sure. You, so, I mean, if you get a savings like that, it would be hard to pass up. I mean, it's, you're not eligible, Scotty. I'm sorry. but <laughs> Yeah. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, maybe we'll work something else out with you. But I do also want to mention um, Blood Lubricants, one of our, our sponsors. We're going to give away this uh, – Bloodline Bloodbath. It's a bike wash. I don't know which camera's on right now. Um, you're you're doing it. So we're gonna be giving this away 
later in the show, we got a trivia question. And then to our patron supporters, those that are on our Patreon account, support the show, we are giving away a set of fly racing tie-downs this month, which I was kind of a little butthurt about because I, I, I need a new set of tie-downs. So I was looking at the tie-downs on flyracing.com, and I hit up JT, and I said, are these really good tie-downs? How good are they? And he's like, oh, yeah, they're great. I love them. I said, I got to get me some. He goes, well, let's give a set away, but you're not eligible. Yeah. It's like, oh, crap. So one of our patron supporters is going to get a set of tie-downs from Fly Racing this month, so we appreciate all you guys doing that. Um, I know. I hear all this cool stuff, and then I can't get any of it. <laughs> no. Yeah, but we'll, we'll, we'll get you handled. Yeah, I'll be and all right. Brian Fullerton, uh, Fully, from Acherby's, reached out earlier, and he wants to give away a set of the uh, X-Future MX handguards again, yeah. and we're going to do that probably on the next show. But stay tuned next week for that. We're gonna we had a, a we had a, re- a request to see your new custom helmet. Oh yeah, all right. I'll have to get up for a second. So, uh, Jeff, yes sir, you just came back from Minios. Talk yep. about that a little bit. How was that turnout? How did it go for all sport down there? Well, it was incredible. Uh, there they had uh, I heard over fifty five hundred rider entries. Uh, the crowd was unbelievable. Uh, we were set up and displaying right there on Factory Road, right next to FMF, the KTM truck, and Alpine Stars, and right there in the middle of everything. And and uh, had had a large number of people come by that had always seen our braces, but had never been able to actually put their hands on it. And so that worked out quite well. Nice. Yeah. So, and you, I think you said you got some kids down there. Oh yeah. Some of the kids. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Which Uh, you don't have an off the shelf for kids yet, but you'll do a custom brace. Yeah. And we'll, we'll be working on it. I can assure you of that. Yeah. I like that. Heck yeah. And we'll, we'll continue working on it because I know that, that, that these little guys, uh, we've, we've been seeing an uptick in, you know, and, and we deal with this on a daily basis, and we see a lot of really, really bad injuries. Sure. Uh, I even measured a kid uh, on Sunday that wound up. I mean, his dad was wanting to get him in braces, and the kid come back on Monday with uh, a broken wrist. Oh. You know, and it's like yeah. That man, see, you've uh, told me stories like that before. Where like they they come talk to you, and then it happens. Oh yeah. That's why just get the braces. It's almost like I'm. The, the voodoo <laughs> man or something, you know. <laughs> yeah, I do have another question I want to ask you about. Sure. With minios, but this is the helmet. What, is well, the I was just saying, turn that camera to this way a little bit, but oh. you can put it just right here. You can just show it to the GoPro. Uh, the GoPro's on. Mm-hmm. So sorry for anybody listening, not on. That's nice. YouTube, but yeah, this extreme colors. Kirk Hunter hit this up for me. I told him typically I give my helmet guys like a, I want you to do this, this, and this, and it's almost always Star Wars related. Yeah. Uh, which, if you see my other ones, they all have Star Wars stuff on them. But this one, I just sort of gave him the colors I wanted to go with. I said, do whatever you want. And uh, he went pretty simple. Yeah, someone said it was old school looking. Yeah, like it. he he said, because I, I talk about Bradshaw and that issue that we had a few, last year all the time. He was kind of basing this off of one of Bradshaw's old helmets. Yeah. Uh, but I appreciate Kirk hooking me up for this. And I know a couple of our listeners have reached out and said that they're, they've got some helmets getting painted from him. And he told uh, Baloo's had like three or four of them painted. Yeah, that's that's who was asking. Oh, to nice. Say it. Yeah. yeah. So Baloo's got a bunch, and then somebody else reached out to me on Instagram. I want to say today or yesterday, and said that he's about to paint one for them. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Maybe I got to do one so that you won't give me crap next time we go dude, ride. Jeff. So, <laughs> hey, 
I'm we, balling I, on a. Bu- I, I'm balling. I'm going to start this off. I'm balling on a budget. I show up and I'm I'm there. That's all that matters. All right. So we went to Oak Hill a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. This dude. What did you? Okay. You had like a. Thor. I was wearing this hat. Yeah, yeah but all right. I had a, I had a fox hoodie. Fox hoodie, and, but I, didn't your gear all mismatch too? Like, well, it's I well I wore my fly gear. I have TLD gear to wear. I match gloves, helmet. Okay, what was your helmet? Your helmet was helmet's TLD. TLD. Your gear was fly. fly. And what were your boots? Fox? fox, just fox boots. Jesus, that's what you call representing, man. Yeah. I, I guess I, I like all those brands. What's wrong with yeah. that? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I think that's it's full representation. Yeah, so, so I'm 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 here. I'm new to this the scene and stuff. And we, he texts Jason oh. Thomas is like a guy I've grow up watch racing. Yeah. <laughs> like, look how bad him. this guy looks. We need to help our guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad. But okay, so yeah. back to Minios real quick. We got about eight minutes before we got to get Brock on. Um, you, you said there's a lot of entries. What does it make you feel seeing that event for the future of our sport, as far as youth riders, vet riders, or I, I, you know, what was it like? I think that the future of our sport is alive and well. I think that, uh, you know, I had several little mini kids that came up, got ordered, and got measured for braces. Uh, one of the kids that's going to be uh, trying out our braces is going to be Daxton Bennett. Okay. I know that name. And, yeah, there's quite a few people yeah. I think maybe know that name. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he has he's hurt his wrist, as most people have that are involved in the sport. And uh, – you know, so yeah, I think our sport's alive and well. Uh, I'm glad to see it. You know, I was really, really glad to see that. And you know, Jamie. On another note, I've got people even in the NFL starting to wear my product bilateral as preventives. Nice. And uh, you know, seeing that even into the NFL. I mean, and those guys at that level. They can wear anything they yeah. want. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and, they, and their team will probably pay for it. And, oh, their team. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, unfortunately, I'm not able to post anything. Uh, you know, I've got pictures of me and some of the guys, but I can't post it on my Instagram, which I would really like to do. Sure. Yeah. You know, but uh, uh, I respect what they, they, they want. And, uh, you know, they, they, they could buy any product that they wanted to. You know, so yeah. Yeah, I I firmly believe in your product. I I, I uh, always on here, the stuff that supports us, I promote because I believe in it. And I was wearing your braces long before I was doing the show. Yeah, and you know what's really cool is helping out the military guys. Oh, okay. We do a lot of work with uh, military. That uh, uh, you know, I've made braces for people that were the ones that literally creep into places and would have to put you down if they if they told you where they were yeah well you know what one of my buddies hal simpson who's in houston uh-huh. he he may not be listening right now i don't know if he's online but he what's, what's his handle uh probably hal simpson because i haven't seen that yeah one. he doesn't have anything special he's not smart enough to know that <laughs> but he's a, like a special ops type of guy from the marines like yeah. like secret yeah. shit and he has been telling me for like three years that he was gonna buy some braces from you uh, oh, yeah, yeah, me. I, yeah. Yeah, we've talked about it. And Hal, right. Hal has still not come through, Hal. So I don't know what we're going to do, but you need to, you know, before Julie gets in her next pair of shoes, you need to buy a set of these braces. We'll get you taken care of, even though you ride KTMs. But sure. But we'll get it handled. 
But let's uh, let's take our first little break, and we'll get Brock Tickle on. What's up, guys? This is the Seven Juice Trade out of Entercamp. I'm here to tell you about Aturbis USA. For decades, Aturbis has been the leader in motorcycle plastic and accessories like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull Factory KTM, Factory Kawasaki, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to AturbeastUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440, and y'all better tell them Motorhead Pajo sent you. Hey, Dad. Great race. Not sure how you could even see. Thanks, bud. Track conditions were pretty brutal, but thanks to my X-Brand goggles, I had hashtag clear vision all the way. X-Brand goggles has grown into the goggle choice of many of the top privateers, such as Ben LeMay, John Short, Alex Ray, Kyle Chisholm, as well as 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion Gary Sutherland. Hey, guys, this is Gary Sutherland, 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion, and I trust X-Brand. My name is Ben LeMay, and I choose X-Brand goggles. Hi, I'm Andy Kiefer, and whenever I want to be best dressed, I wear X-Brand goggles. Hey guys, this is Kyle Chisholm, and for almost a decade in my professional racing career, I've chosen X-Brand as my goggles. Now, X-Brand goggles is joining the Moto X Pod Show for 2020 with their EKS, S, and Flat Out Series goggles. Go to eksbrand.com or email darksidemx3 at aol.com for pricing. What's up, guys? This is Alex motherfucking Ray. And if you don't use X-Brand, then you. If you're looking for top quality hard parts, you need to visit Torque One Racing. Torque One Racing has a passion for the racing industry and are a proud supporter of the Moto X Pod Show. Find the flow with Torque One Racing handlebars, levers, shifters, brake pedals, and grips. Torque One Racing is the title sponsor of the Moto X Pod Show, so support those who support us. Visit TorqueOneRacing.com and order your Defy lock-on grips today. All right, we're back with our first guest of the night, and he's going to be brought to you by Blood Lubricant Oil Lines, which were created to bring out the highest level of performance and protection for all types of racing. Whether you race motocross, supercross, UTVs, sprint cars, Blood Lubricants has the oil for you, so visit bloodlubricants.com. That's blood, B-L-U-D, lubricants, and use promo code MOTOX so that we can continue to kick Chris Kiefer's butt. But tonight, Blood Lubricants brings us from MCR, Brock Tickle. What is up, dude? Just relaxing. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, like I said, man, you're at Moto Concepts now. Listen, last year, finally get back to racing. Started out, you were going to do privateer stuff with uh, Kyle Chisholm. And then the JGR Suzuki thing came up and eventually factory Yamaha. I mean, what a whirlwind whirlwind season but being back like how good did that feel in the end yeah it was obviously it was like uh, 2020 was just strange for everybody but for me it was really really strange obviously around new year's i had things in line for me to go racing like you said under under the tie loop truck with chisholm and uh the jgr thing came up after after freddie and and joey were hurt um at JGR, so that was kind of a blessing because honestly, at the time, things were it was going to be a struggle. Yeah. Um, it was going to be tight budget and a lot of work on my side that I was going to have to do that was going to sidetrack me from from actually doing the preparation that I would need to to be ready. So, 
it happened at a good time. Um, came back Tampa, raced there, and then second race broke my hand. So that was another speed bump. And then obviously COVID came, and then I actually got blessed that we were able to finish out the season. So instead of me missing like only instead of me missing almost the whole series, which would have normally been there if COVID didn't happen, I got to finish out pretty much seven races. Um, so that was good. And then I actually was going to go racing for JGR for outdoors. Um, we didn't have a contract. We kind of just said J-Bone was just going to help me out, and I was going to have to pay for my mechanic and flights and hotels, but I, they were going to supply the bike. So when the JGR, or when the Yamaha deal came up, it, it was a kind of another blessing, to be honest, because yeah. it got me back up on my feet and – another obviously a different brand but it was a it was a, it was a good uh experience for me for the outdoor season to have a to have a ride for the full season and uh be able to focus on truly just riding and being the best i couldn't be how difficult is it for a guy of your caliber to go from multiple bike brands because i think when the privateer deal was going on was that husky or ktm or am i wrong yeah i was on i was on a ktm first and then I ended up getting a little bit of support from from Husky to get some parts. Husky through AEO Power Sports, um, and yeah, I got parts and bikes um, for for that. And then yeah, so I ended up being on the Husky. So that that kind of got put together. Like I said, it was it was almost New Year, so yeah. it, was, it was about five weeks out from my first race. So and I just started getting my race bike ready to go through twisted and rep um suspension company that's at aeo so everything was kind of falling into place but it was still going to be like i said a lot of work to to make it right and i was going to have to do some a lot of the groundwork myself so is it difficult though like uh, you know going from that to then a suzuki and then a yamaha or at this point i mean i'm sure you're just stoked to be racing period but you know, what's that comfort level like? Does it happen pretty quick? Uh, to be honest, it was it wasn't easy, but obviously it was my first race back. Um, the Suzuki was tough to set up, I'll be honest. Um, but the group of guys around me, they trusted my comments, and we did the best we could with what we had. And then obviously COVID happened, so we had a big pause um, of what was going on. Um, and for myself, I ended up actually going to buy a bike cause I was in California. Uh, I bought a Suzuki to get ready for Salt Lake and got it set up for Supercross and showed up at Salt Lake and, and raced. So it was kind of, like I said, it was a strange, it wasn't a, it, it was just a strange situation just because of how everything was happening around, around the, around the world. Right. Uh, yeah, Brock, I just kind of wanted to ask a little bit about, uh, the bike. So you kind of went. You, you were on Factory Yamaha, and then now you're on this Smart Top team. Um, that is kind of considered as one of the teams that I would feel would be about as good as it gets without being on a factory bike. So your first initial feel with the bike for the last couple of weeks, how, how close how close is it, and how do you feel on it? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I knew it was a good bike. I mean, in Supercross, I feel like that Honda has shown even the 250, which is, I think, I don't know if it's the same chassis or not, but those guys were pretty solid all year. All the Geico guys were really good in the whoops. Like there were some things that stood out about the Honda. And obviously I knew with Tony's experience and background that he wasn't going to let the bike be an issue. So I wasn't really worried about it. And 
first day on the bike, I felt comfortable. Um, obviously now we need to make some changes and we are this week. So, but, um, yeah, speed's going up and I'm getting more comfortable and it's, it's time to, to do a little bit of testing, but I mean, we're, we're not far off. It's not like we need to go reinvent the wheel for myself to be comfortable. Nice. Yeah. But one of the cool things, Brock, that I've noticed about you since I've been working with you, how long have, how long have we been working together now? 20. So February, 2016, I broke my wrist and, um, I believe I, I could be wrong, but I think Kenny Watson actually gave me your number. Yeah. Um, Vegas dumb. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, you know, one thing that okay. I really admired about you is your work ethic. You went through all of the, uh, the, the little scandal of what I'd like to say mm. anyway. And, and, uh, you know, you, you kept your he- head up high and, Man, I really commend you on all of that because that uh, that's something that a lot of people would have uh, not been able to endure. And I want you. Yeah, to and it that. wasn't. I mean, I'll be honest. Now, I, 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 I mean, I, I freaking. It was tough, but I knew in the back of my head I was going to come back racing, and I knew that it wasn't going to be too too long until I came back. And that not knowing for that long time that I was maybe a blessing for me to be honest because it kept me going sure. like not knowing when when i was able to come back racing almost kept me kept me on my toes because i could i had the thought that maybe it could be earlier than what i thought so it kept me working and doing what i need to to get by and and whatnot so um now looking back i feel like if i would have got notified that i had two years right away i almost feel like i maybe would have went a different direction Hmm. So interesting. Uh, everything right. happens for a reason, but um, yeah, that's kind of my thought on it now. Thinking back on it, like that—that that not knowing actually kept me going. Well, I really, I really admire you for you your tenacity and and pushing through all of that because you know you and I had spoken about it as you were dealing with it several times. And, yep. Uh, you know, it, it's uh, from my standpoint, I really hated seeing that. But uh, uh, glad you're back. Glad I'm, we're still working together, and hopefully we can keep this thing on a roll. And uh, glad to see yeah, you on I'm the team. Yeah, looking forward to a good year. Yeah, you'll be coming. You'll be coming back to uh, uh, we call it God's country down here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, how do you feel about the tentative schedule? We don't know what's going to happen with politics and all that crap right now. But if the schedule goes as is. You like three rounds in Houston, three rounds in Dallas, I think three in Glendale, uh, you know, uh, races on Tuesday night. How do you feel about that? Honestly, I'll be – our normal schedule kind of sucks, Yeah, to, to be honest. Sure. Because we don't get to enjoy the places we go. Like, I've been professional now since – first year Supercross was 2007. And I've never – really experienced the city, tried different restaurants, really. Like, it was always fly in on a Friday, find this place or that place for dinner because it was something consistent, mm-hmm. and fly back home on Sunday morning. So, like, you never get to experience it. And I feel like the, the trip to, to Salt Lake and staying in Park City, like, that was actually pretty fun. I mean, after about three weeks, I was over it. But sure, sure. It was, yeah, it was, it was cool. It was a cool experience. So, and I think that's what we can take. We're going to be somewhere for a week. So, 
it's not the same as being there for a month. <laughs> yeah, you won't get burnt out quite as fast. I, yeah, but you'll get to yeah, you'll get time to enjoy some things, check out some things, and then go home. I like. I think it's gonna be awesome. I'm stoked just because two of the rounds are in Texas as of now. That that works perfect for us. Well, yeah, and I think Houston always. I always enjoy Houston because it has good dirt. Dallas yeah. is always yeah. nice just because the stadium's big. Um, I, I, it's just one of those places you go to that you're like, wow, this is cool that we're racing here. Yeah, we got lots of good Mexican Compared restaurants. To, to some other places. Sure. So. Yeah, so with with the schedule not being, well, you know, first round in A1, which is, I can't remember the last time that hasn't happened. And is, is there any other part of this off season, the silly season that has been extra silly? I know a lot of teams are closing down, so it's probably inside the industry. It's probably been a little bit of a panic and chaos. Are you are you able to kind of do business as usual, or is it is it just kind of felt weird this year? Um, honestly, again, I was kind of uh, from from what I'm understanding. I mean, I'm I'm because Justin Hill was supposed to be on the team. Yeah. So I had another another thing come up that just put me in the put me in another better better picture. Like I can focus on my riding, and I was actually putting together another deal with Kyle. Um, before that, so yeah, so it's been yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of groundwork and a lot of not knowing what what was best to do. And I was gonna go racing. Like I actually had the bikes. All I had to do was call AEO Power Sports and tell them order the bikes. And me and Kyle were possibly gonna be on Gas Gas together under oh, wow. under the same semi. Okay. So there, that's kind of where the thoughts were. Um, we felt like maybe we could get a little bit more help that way if we were both on the same bike. And that's kind of the route we were going this year to try to see if we get a little bit extra help yeah. to, to help pay for some of the costs. I, I was going to bring that up because, man, I, I'm happy happy for you, Brock. But my poor boy, Chiz, man, <laughs> that's twice now. He's got a team with his be- one of his best friends, and you guys are going to be having a good time, and you just leave him in the dust. Yeah, he he told me like because obviously I was talking to him daily, um, yeah. or at least a couple times a week when we were sorting out some options and this and that or whatever. And he's like, "Dude, you just got to do whatever you think is gonna be best for you." Sure. Um, uh, out of both worlds, financially and and results wise. So you you write down pros and cons. That's all I would recommend. So like we talked through it before I made the decision. Because obviously I have close friends like Jake Weimer and I have yeah I have a couple a lot of close friends that can give me some in, input and um, it was it was actually still a tough decision because I had to leave FXR mm-hmm. um, for yep. the Moto Concepts deal um, and yeah so basically the way Moto Concepts has done their contracts is you make most of your money um, racing so it was something that I had to take a chance on myself to be honest because i had guaranteed money from all my sponsors that was higher than than what was on the table and um but in the big picture if i if if i get the prep done and show up race ready which moto concepts is the best place for that then doing it on my own then i'll be ahead at the end of the season so it's kind of like one of those things i had to really think about because fxr signed me before I even knew what I was going to do last year and they didn't stop they were great on payments and taking care of me on gear things and if anything was wrong they were on top of it they were really proactive and I really really enjoyed working with them 
Yeah, it seems so, like it seems like there's a bunch of good guys over there. Uh, I mean, I'm a I'm a fly guy myself, and they sponsor the show. But the people I've met from FXR seem really rad. Uh, yeah, I, I, that would be my second gear choice. If I had to go somewhere else, if, you know, fly, if fly shut their doors tomorrow, I think FXR is who I'd reach out to. Yeah. They make some good. Gear. Yeah, no, they've, they've done a good job to be honest. Um, if you look back, I don't know when their first year actually was in a supercross paddock, but they've came a long way yep. and they, and I've met the owner. Like you don't, I mean, obviously I met the owner at Alpine stars, but you don't normally meet the owner of the company and hang out with them. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And I have, I have with Alpine stars, like I said, but it's different. Um, for me, it was a, it felt, felt more like a family. You know what I mean? And that, that part of it was really cool for me. Very cool. Hey, I just wanted to ask you a quick question, Brock. I had a, I had a kid that, uh, uh, came up to me this past week at the mini O's that, uh, he bought, yeah. he bought one of my braces and uh, he noticed one of the gloves on the uh, uh, table that I had sewed a pocket on. Yeah. And yep. th- this kid was so excited. He went back to his truck and brought back a glove that you had given him. He said, I've seen that pocket. He said, I've got one of Brock Tickle's gloves. And uh, Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that was pretty cool, man. Yeah. That was pretty cool, and and uh, it's pretty cool to to give something to somebody and see them, like instead of just oh just throw it in a bucket at home. You know what I mean? It's kind of cool to see somebody cherish something like that. Oh, yeah. this kid was so pumped. I mean that he got a glove. Well, hey, yeah. I'm still that way, Brock. Like I'm a still a, a nerd. Like I, you, if you were watching on YouTube right now, you'd see my wall of jerseys. And the only problem with this wall of jerseys is there's definitely one missing. <laughs> well, so, I have some extra. I do have some extra gear uh, jerseys I can donate to yeah, you guys. We'll have to get one, maybe you know, at Houston or something. You bring one of your old jerseys; that'd be fine. It can still be stinky. The first jersey I ever got. Let me tell you the story. Since your buddies with uh, Kyle, I started following following Kyle when he got hurt at Houston. I think that was eleven when he had that really bad crash. And, yep. and I basically I didn't know a lot about him other than. Like the year before, he had had the little issue with, with uh, Chad Reed and the James Stewart situation. But I started following him on Twitter and Brittany just because I wanted to make sure he was going to live. Like that crash was horrible. And yep. through that process, I just began to really become a fan of Kyle because of the, just the type of person he seemed to be. So then we go to the next year, and I think he raced Freestone, and I was there, and I'm cheering him on. And, I, and like for three or four years in a row – I asked Chiz for a jersey. Like that was, was going to be my first jersey ever. It was the only jersey I really cared about, and he just you know didn't have enough jerseys or whatever the, the different situations each year. And four or five years later at Dallas, he finally is like, "Dude, you ask me every year. I have to get you a jersey." And this was when he was doing the the, the privateer deal out of his you know motorhome. Um, when he was on a Cali, right? Yes, yes. And at Dallas, he's like, dude, all I have is my press day jersey from yesterday. It smells horrible. I don't care. I'll take it. And it's still in the frame, stinky. And that's like my prized possession, that Kyle Chisholm jersey, man. That was – I don't know why I told you that, but, like, I still I still love this stuff. So, like, I don't – yeah, you bring me an old jersey that's dirty. Yeah. I'm going to be stoked. It's going to go on the wall. And uh, that would be awesome. But anyway, let's get back to you, dude. Um, the Moto Concepts thing. So – be honest with me. Five years ago, would you have rode for Moto Concepts? 
Um, actually, to be honest, I talked to them in 2010. Okay. So that is tough. Um, they were on Yamaha's yep. lights class that year, um, and I didn't get anything yet from Star um, leading into 2010. So obviously, I needed to do a little bit of searching to see if I get something else, and then obviously the Star deal ended up working out. Um, but yes, I have talked to them in the past, and at the time, I think they had David Billman as team manager. And, yep, yep. Um, they they were on the way up. Like you could tell, they were they were wanting to be competitive and and whatnot. And obviously, now with with the way results have gone for them over the last, I actually talked to them in 2017 as well. Okay. So, so um, I just I didn't like the fact of Supercross only at the time sure because i was still pretty young and um i had some really good results um and i felt like i wanted to do both i I did want to do both series and i still want to do both but i think we possibly are going to do some outdoors or maybe even the whole series yeah the reason i asked that is it's just really really impressive what genova and uh tony have done in the last few years you know Tony had the reputation of being the crazy moto dad with the two boys, but really in the last few years, that team has proven that they're here to stay. They're here to compete. And it's just really impressive. And everything we hear about Tony is he will do whatever it takes at any time of the day to get you whatever you need. If he possibly can. And you can't, I mean, that's just, you have to commend him for that. Well, and that's, that's one of the things he actually said on the phone when we were talking was, um, He's like, I don't care what time it is. If you need something from me, you can call me anytime. My phone's my phone's on. <laughs> so that's that's pretty cool to hear. And uh, yeah, it's been a good experience um, this far. And it's honestly a cool. It, it reminds me of being back on a lights team. To be honest, there's four guys. We're all wearing the same gear. We all kind of go to the tracks together. Like it's um it's a cool environment. And I think for me and everybody else on the team, it's gonna it's gonna help all of us during the week push ourselves and um and whatnot like even even today we did a race day simulation we did a warm-up two eight-minute practices a heat race and a and a main event um not not in a gate drop but right. we did it back basically one guy take off the next guy take off and then the next guy then the next guy so i think for all of us it's going to be positive and um everybody enjoys i think being around each other so it's going to be i think a good year for for us as a whole. I love hearing that. Uh, okay, I saw I saw an interview with you, Brock, where you were you were talking about how like your main goal this year is to kind of just get hole shots, and then this you know, basically your speed will will catch back up when it needs to. So now that you've been under uh, Tony Alessi, have you gotten in? Have you unlocked Pandora's box of Alessi's hole shots, or <laughs> where where are you out on the star thing? Is it? Are you, we're have you supposed to. Uh, we did we did some today, like I said, but um, that's that's kind of what he brought up today is like, he's going to bring the grades to the track and we're going to do starts at the end of the day, pretty much from here until we race. So, um, we have a plan to do that. And obviously that's my weakness. Um, I've always been strong and consistent, but I've never been the guy that come out swinging right from the get go. So if I can tap into that, I think even 15, 20%, and take that with me, that 15 and 20% will go a long way, especially with how deep the class is. Nice. Hey, so Brock, last, I want to let you go here in a second, but since we have Jeff in, you talked about working with Jeff and wearing the braces. Um, Give us a little bit of your thoughts of working with Jeff, the way the company works, why you choose his braces over a competitor. 
Yeah, for myself, I mean, at the time when I when I started wearing the brace, I was kind of questioning. Obviously, is it is this something that I need or whatnot? But it was honestly a lifesaver for me because um, my range of motion was down, and I, you know how us racers are, we need to get back as soon as we can. Oh yeah, and and it it enabled me to do that. And basically, since then, I I don't feel comfortable not wearing it. I forgot it one day and. I didn't even ride, to be honest. <laughs> I, I drove home and lot. Then ended up riding the next. I, dro- I rode the next day. <laughs> so yeah. that's that's kind of how I feel too. A so. lifesaver, and then Jeff has been um, awesome. Like as a whole, the whole company, uh, Jeff does everything we need from a racer side, and I I enjoy hearing uh, from him when we talk and. It's cool to hear that I think things are on an uphill swing for him. Um, new ideas of going to the going to the tracks locally and going to Minios and getting his getting his face out there. And I think once people see that, I think it will help help put him on the market where it should be. To be honest, because um, I think out of all the braces that are available, I think it is the best of of all worlds because you get something that's custom fit for you. You can adjust it. He has obviously a, di- a whole, a, a bunch of ideas to, to to change and make it custom. Like I said, for yep. for whatever your needs are. Totally agree. I, I you couldn't have I couldn't have said it better. Yeah, uh, Jeff. Before we let him go, I mean, you got anything else for for your boy Brock? No, nah, no, nah, Brock. You know I'm gonna be in touch with you. <laughs> yeah. Real soon. Yeah, always. <laughs> yeah. And you know I'll always be there to do whatever I can to help. Well, you're always on it. Yeah, well, I try to be, buddy. And I appreciate it. Sure. Well, thank you. Brock, I uh, I appreciate you coming on tonight. I'm I'm really excited to see you uh, back for another year. You know, as last year was just kind of getting back in the swing of things. Things were crazy. This year going in, you've got your deal set for all of Supercross. I look forward to seeing you showing what you've got. Um, and you're always one of the most pleasant people to talk to in the pits or on the show. So, Really appreciate you having time for us and look forward to seeing you. Oh, go ahead, Jeff. Hey, I I do have one last quick question, Brock. While you're going to be here during the week uh, of the Houston Supercross, you reckon we can go out to dinner? (laughs) I think so. I think we can make that happen. We're there for a week, and we got, I think, uh, Wednesday would, off the top of my head, Wednesday sounds like a good day. Perfect. Um, One thing with Moto Concepts, that that is mandatory which i think is cool yeah is we have to do team team dinners the night before the race which that's cool it yep. for some people i think it they'll be like oh man it's too much but it's they want everybody to be sure. comfortable and enjoy enjoy each other's company so yeah that's kind of something that's mandatory and i think it's a good thing yeah and i think tony or maybe it's Genova, but i think it's tony usually invites like a media guy like mathis or weege uh we have not gotten to that level yet where we've gotten an invite, but, you know, maybe someday. But I, I think this last year at Dallas, I stayed at the same hotel as those guys, and, like, Justin and everybody was, you know, Vince were walking over to the steakhouse right there. I can't remember what the hell that place is called by the hotel. Saltgrass, right? Yes, yes, Saltgrass. They were all walking over to Saltgrass, and it was pretty cool because most of the teams were over there, it seemed like. But that, I, I think that really is a neat thing that they do. And I, I can see where some of the riders might be like, man, I just kind of want to be with my family or I want to do my own thing this the night before a race. But I like that they're making it. It's a team situation. It's a team weekend. I think that's that builds some bonding, man. I like it. So I think it's going to be great. But well, as I was, oh, go ahead. And another thing, 
Yeah, another thing we're going to do, too, is the riders are all going to share Airbnb at those races that are um, um, like Houston and Indy yeah. and Phoenix. So that would be another thing, obviously. I mean, I think most guys are probably going to end up doing that, but um, basically Tony and the team book the Airbnb for the riders, and then we all stay there. So That's cool. Just the riders. And then the mechanics and the crew all have their own house, too. Who, who's so, wrenching for you? Uh. His name's Nick. Nick McCampbell. Mechanic. Nick yep. McCampbell. That's my boy. Call him Foot Nick, okay? That's uh, Mathis's Nick, Nick. Foot Nick, because he hurt his foot at the Hawaii Supercross last year riding mopeds, and Mathis was just busting his balls. So, yeah, everybody, they call him Foot Nick now. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I've, I've had a good experience so far, so I'm excited to, to keep things going. We yep. have a lot of – obviously, the next, the next month for us is very important. Yep. So – it's about building right now. So we have, like I said, a good month ahead of us. <clears throat> awesome. Well, again, thank you for coming on. You're in good hands with Nick. I love that guy. Uh, but I, I look forward to seeing you in uh, about a month or so. Sounds good, guys. I appreciate you guys having me on. Absolutely, Brock. Thanks, bud. All right. Talk to you soon. Right. Bye. Take care. All right. Thanks to Brock Tickle for coming on. Um, before we take our next commercial break, we, we had been talking before Brock came on about the business and, and how – uh, people can get your braces, but they're also available if you have insurance. That's something that got brought up on our YouTube chat room. Talk about that a little bit before we go to break. Yeah, what you what what we've got is uh, uh, <laughs> years ago, insurance has always been going up, up, and up. And so I've always been trying to figure a way how to get it back, 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 back. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And, and Gary uh, – did all the necessary paperwork and and uh we presented our product to the centers of uh medicaid and medicare had a had a, a physiotherapist come out of canada that actually went to washington dc and we got our own uh billing code for our product which is very very rare yeah and and uh so you can if you're injured and under a doctor's care then you can give us a call. You'll visit with Gary or, or myself, and we have a, a prescription procedure form, which is on our website, that you can download. Take that to your doctor. Get him to write your prescription. And uh, we are set up into a network of over 800 different locations throughout the country that will do the insurance billing, filing, uh, measuring and everything and get you taken care of. So that's fantastic. Yeah. We try to make the process easy as fast as possible. Our normal lead times and turnaround times are seven to 10 working days, uh, on our custom braces, which, you know, if we get them out a little early, then that's what we try to do. Sure. Sometimes it's a little bit later, but, uh, we obviously try to do the best we can and, Try to take care of our customers first. That's right. You know? Someone, someone was asking if y'all did uh, knee braces as well. <laughs> Man, I get asked that question. Yeah, yeah, a, a lot. lot. I figured you did. You know, and and uh, uh, there, there's so many knee braces on the market that you'd be fighting for nickels and dimes. And these companies that are out there have been doing it for twenty plus years. Uh, What's the point in really yeah. trying to trying to get into that market? Uh, I have looked at some other things, but I still haven't even. 
I'm still not satisfied with my wrist brace yet. I've yeah, been, he's still working on that. I yeah, I've been toying what, around with other ideas on that. What do you think the the percentages of the the knee brace companies that are actually just like like that, that don't take the same kind of care that like a chirp like, I know Chirbys is one of the good ones. Asterisk, yeah. Sorry, is plastic, you point at your yeah. shirt. <laughs> you're 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 off the show. You're fired. The asterisk who I, I that's, okay. Yeah, I rep for asterisk. Yeah, I know asterisk is good, but yeah. how many how many do you think like that don't take the same kind of actual medical approach that, that you know? Uh, take? You know, I would say I would say that there's a few companies out there. You know, you got CTI. Yeah, that was pretty much the originators of the knee brace market that started back in the early 80s yeah and so those guys have been around a long time uh mike Barr over at asterix was was there mm -hmm. uh whenever they started yep. so and i know mike quite well and they they do a hell of a job on their product i've been out there visited with mike uh seen their seen their facilities see yep. what they do uh I recommend them and the CTI knee braces and you know there's there's several uh different knee braces on the market nowadays. In fact, there's probably 40 different brands. Well, I didn't know there was that many. Oh, there's tons of them. Yeah. You know. It uh, sounds like it's probably good to go to the ones that are like Asterix and these other ones CTI that are actually like that's the only thing that they do rather than just getting like a I don't want to throw any names on the bus, but just some random one that you right. get your the same brand yeah. that you'd get from your gear or sure. something. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, you 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 uh uh you know that's kind of one of the things that's kind of helped my company is is we were the first ones. I I I created the very first functioning wrist brace. Uh whenever we approached uh the centers of Medicare and Medicaid, you know, one of their first things was we've never seen nothing like this. Mm. And coming from an inventor standpoint, I did my job. Yep. Because if that's what, you know, I have people all the time ask me, they say, what are you? I'm like, well, I really don't know what I am. I'm just an inventor. Guy, yeah. You know, and, and uh, I try to create things that people have never seen. I do things that people don't necessarily even, they may think is crazy. You know, I've had that quite a bit. <laughs> I can imagine. I can see that. Well, let's, uh, let's take our next commercial break and we'll be back with Lane Shaw. We all know engine oil is the lifeblood of our machines. That's why you need blood lubricants for the highest level of performance and protection. Manufactured here in the USA and designed to handle the heat and humidity. Blood lubricant oil lines such as Pro Elite Series, Pro Series, and the new Scorpion Blood will exceed all your needs. Whether you race moto, sprint cars, side-by-sides, or anything else, blood lubricants has you protected. Tests have shown that engines can run up to 30 degrees cooler while using blood. Just ask Chris Kiefer. DJ TJ and I trust blood lubricants in our machines so you can too. Go to bloodlubricants.com to order today. Don't forget to check out their chain lube, two-stroke pre-mix, polyclean, and many other products. Use promo code MOTOX to support the Moto X Pod Show. Scotty T here from the Moto X Pod Show with another fantastic product from Burn Motorsports. It's Shock Socks. The number one 10-second removable fork seal protector. No one likes having leaky fork seals. With Shock Socks, you can protect your fork seals from the crap at the track in a matter of 10 seconds. Fork seals can be expensive and take away from your ride time, so fight the crime of grit and grime with Shock Socks. Check your local dealer or go to the BurrMotorsports.com webpage. Also, follow them on Facebook and Instagram. So go out and make sure to get your pair of Shock Socks today. 
if you're anything like me, you remember back in the late 80s, early 90s, all the cool custom painted helmets that you'd see on Supercross. Jeremy McGrath, Jeff Emig, Damon Bradshaw, all the top riders had custom painted helmets tricked out and I was super jealous. I could never afford to get one done. Now there's an option, extreme colors. When you're rolling up to the line with a custom painted helmet, it's one of the coolest feelings you can have. Kirk Hunter has been painting helmets since 1998 and his price is still the same. $295 gets you a professional, one-of-a-kind paint job on your lid. Just contact Kirk at xkhelmetpainting at gmail.com or go to motoxpodshow.com and check out the contact links. Now you too can have a custom painted helmet just like Jeremy McGrath and be the envy of all your friends at a reasonable price. Follow him on Instagram at X-T-R-E-M-E-K-O-L-O-R-S, Extreme Colors. Let them know the Moto X Pod Show sent you. All right, boys, we are back with our next guest of the night, brought to you by Fly Racing. Since 1998, Fly Racing has been focused on developing the best gear possible. Uh, in 2019, Fly Racing became the title sponsor in Supercross. Last year, they came, 19, they came out with the Fly Formula helmet. This year, they came out with the Fly Formula CC, as well as the upgraded light gear with the BOA on the front. And they also came out with their own line of goggles. We all know I'm an X-Brand guy. But Fly came out with the Zone and Zone Pro goggles last year. They have upgraded them again this year. And our next guest, Mr. Lane Shaw, will be head to toe, I believe. I don't know about toe, but he is wearing the Fly gear, the Fly goggles. He's one of the big names in the Fly goggle this year. What's up, Lane? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, nothing much. Just happy to be here. Yeah, dude, we're stoked to talk to you, man. I know uh, the Texas... Basically, the Texas Supercross Series is going to be kicking off here in about a month and a half. So I want to get some of my Texas boys on, even though you're not in Texas right now. You're still a Texas boy. Um, so tell us what you got going on, Lane. So um, I'm just in Florida right now. I'm training with Tyler Rattray. I'm down here kind of doing some boot camp, uh, getting ready for the season, getting ready for Houston. So it's super cool. Um, I enjoy being here in Florida. The weather's good, except today was a little cold. But same here. It's usually it's it's usually pretty good around here. Yeah, and uh, just get, learning the ropes of uh, the new program I'm on. And, and what is you said you're training with Tyler? What what else is new? I mean, w- w- first of all, how is it training with Tyler? How different is it from what you've been doing? And are you noticing major improvements in the time you've been there? Um, nothing much different. He, he just he keeps you accountable. So every morning we're up doing something. So I mean I'm I'm up every morning at 6:30 Monday through Friday, and then even we're doing stuff on Saturday too. Um, just holding us accountable. You know we're doing um, we're working a little bit of sections. We're doing some longer motos. We're doing some sprints. But we have a really good group of people. That's what I'm really happy about. Tyler is Tyler's gnarly. Tyler yeah. is he's he wants it. You know, and that's what I want to be around. I want to be around someone that's pushing me just as hard as I want to be pushed. And uh, we got a good group of guys. I think there's four or five of us right now that are riding, and, you know, nobody wants to be the slow guy. So it's really cool because, I mean, every all of us get together get together and come together really good. So everyone's trying to push each other, and no one wants to be a slow guy. So I'm always that a goes slow guy, on the track. <laughs> you've, seen, you've seen me ride. <laughs> oh, man, I've been there. I've been there. Uh, so I don't want to. I've been there, done that. I've been working hard, so we don't yeah. have to be that anymore. That's but, awesome. But um, it's really cool. 
it's really cool. I'm enjoying the atmosphere I'm around, and uh, I'm just happy to be here. Well, I can tell how happy you are, dude. Like, just the way you answer the phone, and, like, you're you're always a happy guy, it seems like, but you're really fired up right now, and I'm, like, it's making me want to go out and go, like, run down the street naked or something. I don't know. I'm fired up. <laughs> I'm fired up now, too. Good vibes. Oh, <laughs> always, always, yeah. you know, uh, the blessing to be in this life, so. I just try to take it, you know, day by day and just do my job. So what we have going on and just, you know, bring excitement to the table and try to inspire others, you know? Yeah, man. Heck yeah. That's what it's about, man. So kind of go on that when your, your mentality going into this season, I know like kind of just this season was probably a tough year to be your first year. So going into this year on your new program, are you kind of approaching it as like, this is, I'm, I'm, I'm going all out and I'm trying to, get a ride and I'm going to do whatever it takes. Are you still trying to kind of learn the ropes a little bit and still trying to like kind of get your feet wet? Which, which, which side do you lean towards? It's always to, you you always dream of being on that ride, but you got to take baby steps to get there. Um, my, my game plan and my, my vision coming into years, I just want to, I want to make some noise. I want to be, I want to be, I want to practice what I want to race. I want to be able to go out there enjoy every second of it you know and embrace it all but be able to take it in and make calculated moves you know instead of getting run over i want to be the person that <laughs> not not in the sense of that i'd be being walked around i, know I what want you to mean. be the person making moves and yeah. getting up there i want to be getting good starts i want to be doing what i what i uh, know i can do so that's what it really is it's taking you know baby steps to get to the the bigger vision but I want to make some noise, and I I want to do whatever I can to be up there. What's something you took away from last year that let, okay? Give me something that really surprised you, and then give me something that you took away from last year that you f- feel will help improve things this year. What really surprised me, I would have to say, is like I had some really good raw speed yep. uh, early on, but I I kind of. Uh, took a little bit of a digger and it kind of took me out of it and then it surprised me was um like i just didn't i didn't count i didn't um pull the trigger and make and make a main last year so that uh was a really big eye-opener for me um that's not what how i want to work or how i want to do things so it kind of just took me back to the drawing board of okay so like we're here we're almost here but like what am i not doing right what am i doing right and that's the vision now is to to really just focus on everything that we haven't been doing right and to keep doing the things that we have been doing right, just keep doing them yeah. and, and try to improve on them. Okay, so uh, Vegas, well, obviously not last year, so the year before, Vegas, 19. Um, I, I rode in a, a Uber with your mom, as I recall, <laughs> and, which was yep. rad. And I found out that, you know, you guys love the Kiefer's and we all love the Kiefer's. Yep. Give me something. I don't know how much you stayed in contact with him, but give me something that you've learned from the Kiefer family. I want maybe a writing thing or even just a life lesson. A life lesson I've learned. Chris has been one of the best mentors I could ever dream upon, and it's just awesome to know him in this life. Uh, uh, just just him and Andrew Short have really taken me under my, their wings, and uh, just really great dudes. But from from Chris, I've just learned to to be real, to be a good person, you know, to work hard. But like everyone, you know, there's a place for everyone in this sport. Mm-hmm. The better like person you are, the more you can give back, the more that you can take in. 
there's going to be there's people will open doors up for you, you know, if you 100%. If you are a good person. It doesn't even matter the writing skill or the, anything like that. It's well, how what kind of person are you? People yeah. want to deal with a good person. So and and that's what Chris saw from me and that's what I see from Chris all the time. He's an inspiration to me. Every Instagram post he makes or anything <laughs> that I see from him, I'm like, dude, like, why didn't I think of that? Or like, yeah. I love the way he, he talks and I love the way he expresses or how much he can break down a motorcycle. But just just being a good person in life is what I've gotten out of him. And it's made me enjoy what I do more. It's made me want to reach out to more people to be a better person. It's It's really been a full circle of everything that, you know, you want to be as a person. Fantastic answer. Um, so going now that you know you're Texas boy, going into these these we're not well. I guess you're riding light, so you'll only get three of them. But do do you do you have any extra hype around those? Or do you like do you feel like this is this is your chance? Or do you get do you have any advantage at those rounds? And will you punt Van Martin over a berm if you have to for the <laughs> for the LCQ win? <laughs> oh man, I love Van Man, but. Uh, you know, I, I don't feel any more pressure. Um, I'm just excited. I'm more excited, I think, because I'll be able to be, honestly, I'll be able to sleep in my own bed that night, which, you know, I'm not doing right now. I'm mm-hmm. staying in Florida. Um, and then I get to go to the race, and I get to come home, and then we go right back on Tuesday. So, it's you know, it's a weird time we're having in this world. I'm happy that we're getting the race, and, you know, I hope people, everyone's being safe. You know, we got a lot of precautions mm-hmm. that we got to go by, but. It's cool that we're getting to, to race, and it's even cooler that's right in my backyard. So, what I want to say, I want to make some noise. I want to be a Texas. I'm a Texas boy, and I'm a Houston boy too. So, like, to be in Houston, that's a that's a big deal. So, I want to go out there and perform. I want to, I want to be the dude. I like I wanna, it, man. I want to make my city proud. I want you to be the dude. I, I, but I'll tell you this: <laughs> Van's coming on after you, and I want to tell him the same thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. Oh man, um, no Van. Uh, me and Van are good. Yeah, we're, I know. We're really good friends, and he's been uh, he's helping me. He's always helped me too. And sure. I've gotten to ride with him this year and he's, uh, summer a bunch. And uh, no, it's it's cool. It's really cool to have a good Houston group of yep. kids, a uh, guys that we're Curran. all really good friends. Yep, Curran, Van, Kyle, Kyle. Um, there's a bu- there's a bunch of us, and we're all really good friends too. Yeah. So it, I think it makes the racing better. Because no one wants to get beat by each other. There you go. And uh, we all want to do good too. So it, it just it puts pressure, but I think it's a good pressure. Yeah, there's no rivalry that compares to the rivalry with your best buddies. You yeah, know, you're 100. You know on what? That like one. I could race my enemy and want to win, but I I want to beat my buddies so much more. Because <laughs> those <laughs> are the guys I'm going to see during the week. Um, that, I mean that's so true so hey so being down from the houston area do you know jeff brewer with all sport dynamics i don't believe so no i do not so jeff all sport dynamics is a wrist brace company the best wrist brace company on the planet uh lane so when you're okay. when we're in houston this year i'm gonna have to get you guys introduced um jeff he's out of nacogdoches and okay. uh, like uh you know adam cincerillo have worn the braces weston pike wore the braces this year we've got brock who was just on brock tickle and Savachi and McElrath. Um, but, oh, yeah, awesome. Jeff is awesome that's people. Super cool. Yeah, he's been around the, the moto industry for longer than you and I have, for sure. So I, I want to get you introduced uh, so you guys maybe, you know, you know each other. And, um, yeah. Yeah, he's good people. Yeah, that, I'd love awesome. to meet you. I, I, I like yes, your sir, attitude on life. 
Yeah. Oh, thank you. He, the uh, same goes here. I'd love to meet you, and uh, sure. I can't, I'm looking forward to it. Sure. All right, Elaine, let me talk to you about fly racing, man. You've been uh, wearing fly for a little while. Uh, you are now wearing the zone, and you announced that you're going to be in the zone, zone pro goggles this year. Um, tell me a little bit about those goggles, man, because JT talked about before everything came out this year, before the gear dropped, he talked about all the things they worked on and upgraded and changed to make them better. And I haven't had a chance to try them yet, but they they seem like they are probably one – they are now one of the elite goggles. Oh, 100%. Um don't they say hundred percent. We don't talk about hundred percent. Hundred percent as their elite goggle. Uh, <laughs> to me, they're they're not uh, comparable to others. I'm, yeah. I, I, mean, I'm, I mean, I've been around. I've been in all kinds of different goggles, and uh, just the way they the changes they've made in a year have really that they've set them up to another level. I got them last year before Supercross started, and I, I was able to test a little bit and kind of wear them before. They kind of came out a little mm-hmm. bit um, when they first they first came out with the Zone Pro, and um, I loved them, but they didn't have laminates. So with the glare at night, I said, "Guys, I can't really wear them yet." Um, when you get laminates, I'm I'm all in. And this summer, when they came to Tennessee, the second race at Loretta's, they came and asked, "Hey, we got laminates. We want you to test them." And what a better race to test them at the Mudder. No kidding. <laughs> Just, just let them eat, let them go. Like they just, <laughs> just let me, let me do my thing. But um, the new Zone Pros are are so awesome. They uh, have a new foam. Um, it kind of goes up a little bit at the top. Uh, it's a little bit different. That kind of it helps absorb sweat. For me, I sweat a bunch, so that's a big deal for me. Um, they're very light on your head or on your face, so I can breathe. Like it, it's real breathable for me. It's really light. The view, I mean, like, you have a big uh, range, a mm-hmm. big variety of you can see. Um, I've never been one of the tinted lenses, guys. I've always wanted clear. But they come with this tinted lens in them, and I, I haven't even changed them most of the time. Oh, I cool. usually just run them. Well, and I'm, I'm really big on them. Like, they're awesome. They are uh, they just feel really good. They they fit the helmet very good, the, uh, uh, the new formula. They, yep. they fit it good. Um, they look good. I like them because the sweat, it, it absorbs very good. The lenses are so good. They're so easy to clean. That I mean, just right there is tough. I mean, uh, Scott is a, a great goggle, but I always had trouble with the, the lenses smearing. That oh, was yeah. just me. I couldn't, I couldn't, I'd have a brand new lens. It, I'd wipe them off after a moto, and then they were never the same. These ones, you can come in, wipe, you could wipe them with a paper towel if you, you didn't have anything. <laughs> And no yeah. scratches, no nothing. Like they're ready to go. I'm like, dude, these are Sick. what I need. Well, and they're I think, awesome. I enjoy them. I think retail, they come with the mirrored lens, and then there's a clear lens also. Yep. I may be wrong, yep. but, but yeah. I think you're. I think you're right because when they send me them, um, uh, I get they're both of them. Okay, cool, cool. Go ahead, Scotty. Um, so kind of a two parter. So you're down in Florida, and I'm. I would imagine that that dirt is actually probably pretty similar to what you're used to in Houston. And then also the second part of what would, what would you consider to be your like ideal track? Like if you picture perfect track, what do you, what do you got? Um, are we talking outdoors or supercross? What kind of track are we? Talking? Well, I mean, when, like when you picture in your head somewhere to ride, what do you like? I guess just anywhere you can do outdoors just to make it simple. Man. Um, I don't really like, I love to go kind of everywhere. I love, like, when I'm home, 
I love to go to Cycle Ranch. Um, one of my favorite races of the year to go to is Swan Pro Challenge, so that's pretty similar dirt. Here, um, it's a little bit more sandy based, but it kind of ruts up about it ruts up really good, and then it's kind of a little harder packed just depending on where you go. So I kind of like going everywhere, really. Um, it reminds me of Three Palms here. Like, it's kind of a similar dirt. It's really soft on top, but, it, I mean, it's a little harder underneath. Yeah, that's so kind of what I pictured in my head. Everywhere kind of compares to where I've been, so it's really cool to kind of come back and forth. So I'm here, but then when I come home, it's kind of the same dirt. So I'm like, well, you know, I really didn't miss much, or I'm right, right here on it. So Yeah. But, like, favorite Supercross dirt, I, I, my first year – I, my first Supercross ever was in St. Louis, and that dirt in Missouri, St. Louis, was just unbelievable. That's it what I've heard. It started out a little muddy, and it was insane. Like, I still had knobbies, or like the little knobbies on the end of my tires at the end of the night. Like, yeah. I was like, dude, it was insane, but it was it was really cool and so tacky. You just kind of, you could you knew where the bike was going. Yeah. Just like that red clay, really. I mean... It doesn't matter where you, that's just kind of what you picture, you know, when you think of a perfect place for me. Right on. Good answer, man. I like it. Um, and then. Oh, go ahead. No, my bad. Y'all go ahead. Well, I was just going to. I gonna, feel like I answered both of them. No, well, oh, yeah. I forgot there was a second. Part. Well, he kind of answered both of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. Last question for you then, Lane. Um, working with the team in Supercross and then doing full privateer with mom and dad, traveling to Loretta's and all that. What is more fun? Man, I've, you know, I've been kind of been, ba I've been blessed to be able to do both. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of had, I was on TPJ during Supercross and that yep. was awesome. And then uh, when that ended, I met a guy of Mr. Ronnie Prado. He has his own company out of Austin. Um, awesome dude. That's who I'm on board with now. We talked about starting a team. He wanted to, do, had a couple ideas that he wanted and I, kind of brought over everything I had and now I'm riding for the Ronnie Prado company. Okay. Um, just an awesome all around guy. Loves the man above and just wants to keep, you know, he's an old, uh, Yamaha rider from back in the day. So he just wants to keep the sport going and growing. So we put up a plan, him, me and Justin Kopchak, we kind of put a plan to kind of just road trip it and make it, make it do it. Just go for it. This <laughs> yeah. Summer. Yeah. And, Honestly, it was it was literally me, my mom, and my mechanic at the time um, on the road every weekend trying to get to these races. And I, I think I had so much fun just being on the road, being with, you know, just the close people, my mom and my mechanic. That's all I had at the races. Right, I know. <laughs> it was like, yeah. it, was, it was so much fun um, just to be there and to be in the show. Like to make the top thirty six and to, to be in the twenties this outdoor season, it was just really cool. I, um, you know, it's it's a you could say as a privateer thing, but there's a lot more people that make it, but they're just not there. They yeah, make the yeah. Whole picture, they're just not there at the races, and it, it was just winging it this summer was honestly an absolute blast. It, I only got to see you at Loretta's one, but it you know it looked like you were just having the best time and your mom is like, just like you is always smiling and joking and laughing and there you really can't go hang out in any other pit and have a like a like you couldn't have a better time i don't think i don't think so either i think when you have a good environment or a good playful fun 
joking race like a setup or your yeah. where your crew is at the track. I don't think that you can beat that. I mean, I think Absolutely. I get my best results when I have those people around me doing those things and just having a good time. Yeah. You know, I think I think it brings the best out of me and that's just what I like to be surrounded by. Fantastic, man. Hey, Lane, it is always a pleasure talking to you. Um, I cannot wait to see you in Houston in a few weeks. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to get together, and I, I may bring my bike down if I stay for a couple of days. And you know, I don't know, you probably won't have time to break free and go ride at Three Palms, but I don't know. We got we're gonna have to get together sometime. Oh, for sure, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm, hey, I'm that's my mecca. I'm right there. I know it. I know <laughs> I'm it. So excited. Uh, no, it'd be it'll be so good. It's been too long, um, dark side since I got to see you, but uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it. It's just just having fun over here just getting ready for season just in excited to embrace it all coming up fantastic man all right lane we're gonna let you go have a good evening uh stay safe and we'll see you soon buddy all right awesome thanks guys for having me on and i really appreciate it and i'll see y'all soon all right see ya take care bye lane shaw okay before we go to our last commercial break and come back with our last guest of the night uh the blood lubricants bloodbath wash we have a trivia question. This is for YouTube listeners. So, Scotty, you give the trivia question, um, and we'll pick the first person that gets the answer right. We'll, we'll announce the winner after we're done talking to Van, but just uh, go ahead. So, our question tonight is, it was he, um, Jeff. Jeff brought it up. And it's gonna, uh, it's my bad. Go ahead. <laughs> I've been called a it's lot hard, of It's hard to get good help, Jeff. I've been yeah, called uh, a lot of things, and I answered to just about, about everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, so the, it's, he brought it up. It's going to be the first race that Houston ever had. Supercross. Houston first Supercross. Super, Houston Supercross ever had. And then also bonus of who won it. Okay, so what year was the very first Houston Supercross? Houston Supercross. And who won it is the bonus question. So if you get the year, first person to give us the year gets the bloodbath. And if that person also gives us the winner, I'll give them something else. I don't know what yet. i got to figure it out. I'll figure something out. Okay? Ooh, right. Mystery box. Yeah, it'd be a mystery box. I like that. All right, we're going to go to our last commercial break. We'll be back with Van Martin. If you want power, then you need Williams Moto Works. Wait, wait what, what was that? It's the Supercross guy's voice. No. No, it's not. It sounds more like a Hulk Hogan promo. Well, that's good and tough. I like that. Dude, we aren't making a redneck commercial for a professional company like Williams Moto Works. He designs camshafts, builds performance motors with CNC porting. So it needs to be tough and cool. A company who can reprogram ECUs, hire rev limits, and custom maps needs a professional commercial, dude. So, like, if you want complete power package from cams, portings, transmissions to ECUs, then contact Williams Moto Works at 414-467-6199 or follow them on Instagram at camdesigner, or you can even email them at WilliamsMotoWorks, that's Williams Moto and then W E R X at gmail.com. Okay, that's better. Not good, but better. Fly Racing is back on board with the Moto X Pod Show for 2021. What can we say that you don't already know? In 2020, Fly revolutionized the helmet game with the Formula Helmet. 
For 2021, they brought us the Formula CC with the same Rion technology and a tri-weave composite shell at a fantastic price point. Fly Racing also released the new light pant with a boa in the front. Visit flyracing.com to see everything Fly Racing has to offer from the moto, street, BMX, water, and even mountain bike lines. Once you try Fly Racing, you'll see why riders like the 2020 motocross national champion Zach Osborne, as well as Blake Baggett, gold medalist Connor Fields, and even the beast from the east, Damon Bradshaw, trust Fly Racing. There simply is no better. What's up, guys? This is the 7 Juice Trade out of Entercamp. I'm here to tell you about Aturbis USA. For decades, Aturbis has been the leader in motorcycle plastic and accessories like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull, Factory KTM, Factory Kawasaki, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to AturbeastUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and y'all better tell them Moto X Pajo Senya. All right, guys, we're back. Uh, last guest of the night, but certainly not the least. He is brought to you by X-Brand Goggles, which has grown into the top goggle choice company for most of the privateers in the pits. John Short, Ryan Brees, Ben LeMay, Alex Ray, Chiz, Many of the top riders are trust in X-Brand. Visit xbrand.com or hit me up, darksidemx3 at aol.com for pricing. Tonight, X-Brand Goggles brings us Texas's own Van Martin. What up, dude? What up, Darkside? Not much, man. We just got off the phone with one of your fellow Texas buddies, uh, Lane Shaw. Um, so tell me what you've been up to preparing for these bitchin' supercrosses coming up in Houston. Uh, I've been, uh, just started riding Supercross, uh, two weeks ago. Yep. Um, well, it's been two weeks today, actually, so. Okay. Uh, it's been going pretty good. I got my little, uh, little Supercross track I built. It's nothing special, but it's got whoops, it's got a triple, it's got some rhythms and a finish line, so I've just been, uh, hammering motos out there, but, um, the rain kind of slowed me down. Mm. I had to ride, uh, outdoors yesterday and then a little bit today and then it dried up enough this afternoon where i could do a couple motos but um yeah just uh just starting to ride supercross and getting back into the swing of things really so talk about well first of all i are you back with uh team all south yes i am all right so all south is back that's great that they are still staying involved i love hearing that because you know last year uh the daughter took over as i recall and i was a little worried you know will this thing continue because she was helping out a lot of our guys our texas guys you and i think kyle was part of it and maybe curran was part of it um yes yeah so zane, I, I, at I, one point who zane Merritt. At yes one point, yes too. that is right yes so i was uh you know i was thankful that she was helping out a lot of our guys and i was worried you know will this thing because they're probably not making a fortune you know they're not getting rich by helping you guys out so i'm really stoked that they're back um talk about that team and the support they're giving you and just what it means to have somebody because it's hard for a guy like you especially now man the the privateer teams are disappearing and all the the quote unquote the privateer teams that are left are basically hiring former champions you know i mean it's it's very difficult for a guy like yourself to get support and make these races so talk about that yeah it's been uh it's been really difficult for sure and i feel like i've been 
pretty fortunate uh, living in the Houston area and having such a uh, a big motocross scene here where I can find people at the local track that are going to help me kind of get to the races. And uh, so that's been cool. But All South wasn't really that case. You know, I found them. Um, I found John McCullough was the owner's name in uh, 2016, uh, just kind of through social, really, and, uh, and some mutual friends and that connected us. And he started to help me for uh, you know, four years almost, and unfortunately he passed away, and that was really sad and, and a big heartbreaker for all of us at Team All South, and um, we still think about him every single day. That's why we ride mm-hmm. four data. Four data is what it says is on our uh, on all of our front fenders, and that's because we're really doing it for him. And um, but last year we didn't really know what we were gonna do, and. Abby, his daughter, Abby McCullough, stepped up and was like, "Hey, I want to, I want to keep this going for my dad," and and it it worked out really well. And um, yeah, we uh, Kern did really, really awesome. Got a national number. Nick was um, close to making some mains there at the end of Supercross, and and Kern did all outdoors as well. And um, and I got hurt unfortunately, but it just kind of she learned a lot last year. Abby did and. Kinda just—I didn't know for a bit if she wanted to do it for this year either. But she, uh, yeah, she told me during outdoors. I went and raced WW Ranch, and she was like, yep. "So, so she was just asking me like, what do you want to do?" And I was like, "I want to give it another shot. Like, I—I I feel like I got cut short this year, and I, I had something to prove. I wanted to make some main events and in the 450 class, and um, I got—I ruined myself in the second round, so I didn't really get to." show what i have and i want to keep going and she's like perfect that's exactly what i wanted to hear and i just want to know that you're still, i'm going to keep you on board no matter what if you want to keep doing it it's up to you and and uh yeah it was super cool because i've i've been trying to now that it like you said a minute ago um yeah she's not making money off of this obviously she's definitely losing money but we're trying to get some return from sponsors you know and um trying she didn't really know how any of that worked you know like uh like all the advertisement on the rig that we can use and so this year we kind of um put our heads together and i was like hey you need to we need to take advantage and so you don't have to spend so much money out of your pocket and try to get some money from sponsors for advertising and and all that us riders can do to um help with the sponsor's brand and um that's exactly what we've been doing and it's kind of been a bummer with covid and budgets and kind of how everyone's in the same boat right now in the moto industry but um seems budget everyone's being kind of tight with budgets because they don't know what's going to happen right we're uh we're expanding actually we have uh it's me Curran, thurman nick schmidt and then josh greco's on board he's going to be helping uh okay yeah, he's going to be helping drive the rig as well, so it's kind of a cool story there. And uh, so, yeah, we're just we're going for it next year and trying to get more uniformed as well with um, some matching sponsors. And um, yeah, it's, we're just we're growing and getting a little bit better than we were even last year. That's sick, man. I've got Kern lined up for next week. So, so if you guys listen to the show, Kern Thurman to be on next week. Um, before I know Scotty, you got something. But before I let Scotty ask you a question, talk about that injury, man. It was St. Louis, right? Yeah, St. yeah. Louis. So talk about that and just what the recovery time because it seemed like 
it, it, maybe it's just me, but it seemed like it took longer than you thought to recover. Yeah, so it was it was a really bad injury. It wasn't just a normal ACL that's six months. You know, I also um, I ripped out my whole patella tendon too, which is it was honestly worse than the ACL um, by far. So um, it was projected to be uh, six months off the bike, and this was before COVID hit, really. So yep. uh, um, I had my first surgery done on the patella tendon the week after St. Louis, and that was gnarly. Like, um, just to get my – it was it was comfortable being straight, but I could not bend my knee for – a long time and um, my doctor said once it should take you about um, we'll say he said like three months to get all your movement back and your strength in your patella and then we will go ahead and do the ACL surgery so an ACL is typically about six months you know so um, yeah wow. so yeah. I actually healed from my patella I, was, I did so much intense like intensive therapy that a month after surgery, I was walking fine. I could, I was moving. I was starting to do gym, like gym stuff too. And and I told my doctor, I'm like, hey, look, I feel good. Like I was sending him videos of doing one legged squats and stuff. And he's like, oh my gosh, dude, you're, <laughs> we can. He was, he was like, you're. I don't know how you heal this fast. And and but pretty much what he told me after the patella ter- surgery was he used some new um, like it almost looked like zip ties to sew it together. It's this new, like experimental, um, uh, like stitching yeah. in the inside, in the inside of your, to sew your tendons back together that he said it was 200 times stronger than your actual tendon. Wow. So, yeah. So he was like, pretty much it's up to you how much pain you can take and how quick you can get the thing moving. So I just hammered it for a month straight and, and got it moving. And, um, he was very impressed. He's like, all right, let's, schedule your ACL surgery for next week and yeah and then and then COVID hit that was that was about the time when COVID hit and dude they pushed back my surgery for another two months (laughs) and yeah it it sucked because I was literally at the point where I was just going to start riding and getting ready for outdoors um, because I was like man people ride without ACLs all the time yeah and now that my now that my patella is healed I'm just going to let's go ahead and do outdoors because outdoors is about to start back up. So, um, but then like literally I was about to ride like two days later and he called me. He's like, Hey, we can finally schedule your ACL surgery. So then I got that done and, and had to wait. Um, I was actually riding three months after that. So, um, it wasn't too bad, but it was a, a six, it was still a six month total off yeah, the bike. That's a long time. Yeah, it was it was pretty tough. Uh, Van, I was I was watching one of uh, a video you had. It was a Racer X Generation Next video, and it was from eight years ago. And I just kind of had a I guess kind of just a random question. Yeah. What what if you could go back and tell that Van Martin's something? What what would it be? And how, and I guess kind of like, do you feel like you're where that Van Martin thought thought that he would be? Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the next part was kind of, the second part's kind of I know it's kind of touchy, but I just wanted to I just wanted to see how you if you could tell that guy anything. Oh, 
I didn't even say hi to you either yet, TJ. How's it going, dude? Uh, uh, this, this is TJ's uh, not. That's Scotty. I'm sorry. TJ's not in studio. Oh, Scotty. Yeah, he's he's Scotty? out on a on his real job on a rig somewhere. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, we don't t- we don't right, say so, hi to TJ anyway. He's he's an idiot. <laughs> he's probably listening, huh? He finally just came on about oh, really? about three minutes ago. Yeah. He's an idiot. Hi, um. So yeah, that that Racer X Next Generation video. I, I remember doing that. I think it was after Lake Elsinore, so that was. You were at Freestone. Oh, was it Freestone? Mm-hmm. You it oh, was. Yeah, it showed you at Freestone. Yeah, yeah. So I did one at Freestone. That was before I was even technically pro, because um, I went and raced Loretta's after doing Freestone, and um, but yeah, that was that was a good weekend. But um, if I had to tell myself anything, um. I don't know. It'd have to be some advice on, like, maybe. Uh, <laughs> it's hard. I don't know. Trying I, to I ask the tough ones. Like, <laughs> maybe just being a little bit smarter when I first got into Supercross. Um, I got injured quite a bit when I, like, my rookie year, I broke my wrist, and then the next year I broke my wrist again. And, um, <laughs> maybe just like be a little bit smarter not being so cindy as a rookie going into supercross that'd probably be yeah okay. that'd be pretty decent and i no i don't think looking back at like 2012 as when i was like a top amateur when that video was made i i would think i'd be a lot further up than i am right now honestly yeah. i think i think 2012 van martin would be kind of Disappointed with where I'm at. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I I, I hate hearing that. Um, I understand it, but I hate hearing that. Um, I want to back up to something you you talked about: broken wrists a minute ago. And Mm -hmm. we have in studio with us Jeff Brewer, owner of All Sport Dynamic Wrist Braces. Jeff, what do you have to say about broken wrists? (laughs) They're no fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I think I dealt with Jeff for a little bit. I I ran the wrist brace for two years, actually. When, and, when was uh, that, man? That was um, 2013 and 2014. Gotcha. So it's been and, a few years, huh? Yeah, I actually got one. I I never had to buy one. I was looking into buying one. And Darkside, actually, when you were, because that was one of your first, like, you were a wrist brace. You were selling wrist braces, like, as one of your first, like, big moto jobs, kind of, right? Yeah, it, Jeff came on the show early in the show, and he knew that I was doing that for X-Brand Goggles and asked if I wanted to do it for the braces, yeah. so Yeah, because I actually reached out to you to get Jeff's contact, I believe. Yep, like I remember that now, yeah. Yep. And, uh, but they were just, I, I couldn't afford it at the time, and my wrist brace was actually working fine, but... Um, Oh, dang, I might have actually bought a white one, now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah, I think I did buy one. Well, that's, uh, you know, that's something. Got, Go ahead. I got two hand-me-down ones from a buddy, and they worked for a long time, and then I think I bought one white one, and then uh, my wrist problems went away, and I have full range of motion, and um, so I just kind of quit wearing them. Well, see, Jeff would lecture you on that. Would you quit wearing your helmet just because your head doesn't hurt anymore? No, <laughs> no. They are the the, we, the uh, all sport dynamics are the helmet for your wrist, fan. They prevent future broken wrists that could cost you money. 
This is a commercial right now for All Sport Dynamics. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna I believe in them 100. percent I do, but um, I just they just kind of got um, I don't know. I don't want to make this the wrong way, but it was just a little uncomfortable for me. I felt like it hindered some things. So, but I definitely believed in the project, the product 100, percent and seeing how you can't go any further and. Let me let me ask you something, Van. Uh, what was yeah. what was uncomfortable about it? Um, so I have to, I kind of had to drop my shoulder a little bit on the throttle side, uh-huh. and um, it just made it come out of corners when I had to drop my shoulder and I hit some bumps in a rut. So you was, you was, it, you was probably wearing one of my uh, off the shelf braces. Yeah, it was. It yeah. was. Yeah, straight, straight off the shelf. Yeah. Gotcha. So, so, what what was more uncomfortable, not being able to ride, or? <laughs> yeah. No, like I said, I believe in it for sure, and I even have a bunch of kids that I I train that wear them. So. Yeah. And I I definitely push them too. Yeah. Well, you might you might want to give us another shot. You know. Uh, we'll we'll talk off the air, Van. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's All right. That. Let's get back to you a little bit before we let you go. Um. All right, so you just talked about the disappointment, if you, like if 2012 van to where you are now. Um, what can you do in this next month and a half, or what have you been doing to – look, I mean, the, the fact is, Van, you're probably never going to ride for factory Honda. That, that's it's unfortunate. But what can you do to improve where you've been, to make more mains, to – you know, what do you feel like you need to improve on, and how can you do that? Uh, just I I really feel like now that I've gotten a little bit older, um, just seat time is really just where it's at. Um, the more I get to ride and practice, the the better I end up being on on the race days. Um. All right, Van. So last question for you, um, non moto re- related, but how's married life? Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, we just had my wife's birthday this past weekend. Saw and- that. Yeah, and uh, we went to the Renaissance Festival. And Did you dress up? Crazy... No, we didn't dress up. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we saw a bunch of crazy people, and it was actually raining the whole time. So, man, it was, it was, it's, we still ended up having a good time after a few beers. You know, right. But... <laughs> I went to yeah, one of those years ago. Um, man, probably my first marriage, and it was definitely interesting. I, I don't – I'm not going to – it was not my comfort zone. Yeah, yeah, we're we're actually drinking some mead. You know, oh wow! You know what that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the mead out of the Renaissance. It's like they're I don't know they're known for it or whatever. So. Sure. No, it was raining on us the whole time, but yeah, we saw a bunch of crazy people. We pretty much you go out there and people watch and see, yeah, just weird people doing <laughs> random stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 different. That's for sure. They're having a good time though. So. And what's really funny about that is that. 10, 15 years ago, it was really different. Like how so? Uh, they, they've they tamed it down Really? Some. Oh, yeah. Well, it was probably 10 or – well, yeah, because my first marriage, my son's 21, yeah. so it was in that time period. So it was 20 years yeah. ago probably. It, they used to get pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not like – I mean, I'm a big Star Wars nerd. Anybody knows me knows that. But, like, my line is I'm not dressing up. Right. right. <laughs> not going to happen. I'm not going to be in costume. <laughs> That's just not my thing. Yeah. So when yeah. I see people dressed up at the Renaissance Festival, I'm kind of like, eh, not really my thing. But, hey, yeah. to each its own. Yeah. 
You already yeah, had the Chewbacca yeah. hair. You, should, you're, you could just do that one really quick. Shut up, Scotty. <laughs> Man. No, it's like you could dress up an extra pony. You can dress up your pony, dude. You think so? <laughs> yeah. Man, I'm tired of people talking about my pony. Steve, t- Steve texted me today about, oh, he asked me, he said, uh, if you had to drop one, would you drop BSM or Berm Lords? <laughs> oh, it's like, why are, you, why, why are you thinking about this? What does this matter? And uh, yeah, he's, that I just was have just to... random? Huh? That was just a random text? Yeah, it, with A-Ray. <laughs> A-Ray was in the group. It was me, Steve, and A-Ray in the group text. So I'm like, you guys have to be talking about this to text me this. And he's like, yeah, I'm yeah. just trying to stay ahead of the pony pod. So I was like, all right, whatever, Steve. Anyway, hey Vano, oh. TJ just just said that you need to uh, help Doc as he turns pro. LOL. Oh, I will for sure. <laughs> TJ's yeah, just looking for awesome. anybody to take some of the the budget off of his hands so that he can do something for himself. Hey, that's not my yeah. words. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, Van, Doc's been doing good, dude. Doc's been getting better, like quick. Yeah, I, I think. And TJ may refute this, but I think the only issue with Doc is he seems to get bad starts when it comes race time, and he has to work from the back. And then that sometimes causes, you know, you make mistakes or crash. But he, if he could get a starts down, I think, yeah, he would – we'd see a lot – something different out of him. He's a lot better on that KTM, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think – wait, he was at Free – we raced together at Freestone a few weeks ago. I think he was there, right? Yeah, I think so. And then he went to Minio's. I think he's been hitting a lot of these races, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah, I actually had to pass him one, though. <laughs> <laughs> so he got a better start than yeah. you, huh? Yeah, well, someone nailed me in the first corner, dude. Well, dude, <laughs> Might I have thought been I broke my hand. <laughs> no, it was, it was Pierce Knight, actually. Oh. And he, dude, he nailed me so hard, I, my hand swole up. I thought I broke it. Oh, I crap. I almost pulled it off. Yeah, at this a little local race. Yeah. I thought I broke my hand. I'm about to be out for Supercross. Jeez. And, Dude, it still has a scar on the top of it, dude. It swelled up so bad and it was bleeding. And I almost pulled off going to the second corner because I'm like, dude, it's broke. And I went to move my fingers. I didn't feel any crunching around. So I just <laughs> kind of sucked it up through the rest of the moto. But I remember having to pass Doc there. That's rad. Van, I'm going to let uh-huh. you go, man. I appreciate you uh, as always. You're always good to the show. Uh, I consider you a friend and I uh, can't wait, man. I can't wait for Houston. Um, Hey, you think you can uh, maybe get me on a wrap-up show soon, dude? Dude, uh, yeah. I know they're off, but yeah. I'd love to do that. You know, I'm a fan of the Pulp and Mac show. Yeah, if you think you could get the show listened to by Wednesday, then absolutely. Wait, this? Uh, no, no, no. So when the show happens live oh, yeah, on a Monday, yeah, yeah, we record on Wednesday. So you, as long as you can get it in by that time, then definitely. Oh, I could do that, dude. I drive so much. I've been okay. Oh, uh, one of the things I'd like to talk about is um, the pretty cool little gig I got going on right now. Is I mean, you know, Dark Side that I ha- I coach kids. Yeah. Like, um, that's pretty much my full time job. You know, when I'm not racing because you know racing doesn't really pay the bills. Um, right. So I have a uh, a big group of kids in the Houston area that I train, and um, I've asked actually. Um, kind of been partnering up with Colin Edwards, um, the Texas Tornado. Heck yeah. And uh, he's got a really cool, I mean, maybe y'all know the, the boot camp he has there where he has the flat track um, events. I've heard about it. I think my buddy Skippy, you know Skippy, Ryan McPherson? Yeah, yeah, Skippy, yeah. Yeah, Skippy yep. goes to those. Yep, and, yep. But there's, like, 
Ricky Carmichael has been there, like Valentino Rossi, like all his uh, street bike racing friends too. And um, his son just got into moto about six months ago. And um, we're actually, today was the first day where we turned this little corner track that we made out there and we're turning it into an actual like training facility, you know? So that's cool. That's, yeah, it's, it's going to be super cool and look for, uh, um, like if anyone, any amateur riders are listening or even pro riders listening, um, it's going to be a sick outdoor track, right? About 20 minutes from three palms and it's going to be rough, gnarly. I'll be coaching there. So we'll have a legit training facility in Houston. And, uh, if anyone is interested, just definitely, uh, Keep an eye out for it because I'll be posting a lot of stuff about it here soon. Yeah, so check out Van's Instagram. Stay tuned. That's rad, man. I'm looking forward to uh, maybe I'll come down and show you how to go slow. Yeah, you got to come ride, Darkside. Absolutely. Dude. It's going to be unreal. I'm getting back into it, man. I rode this weekend at Johnsonville. I'm, I'm slowly trying to get back on a bike and ride a little, but it's pretty embarrassing how slow I go these days. There you go. You got all <laughs> the front fender stickers still? Hell yeah. You know... <laughs> I walked out to that thing like two or three times after they made fun of me and, and thought about pulling it off. And I was like, no, I'm leaving it. And now it's just kind of a thing at the track. People come up and be like, that's a lot of stickers. It's like, yeah, well, <laughs> hey, it is what it is. I like it. So, all right, Van, I'm going to let you go, man. Thanks for uh, coming on, and uh, we'll see you shortly. All right, Jamie, Dark Side, thanks for having me. Always appreciate it. Anytime, buddy. See you. Later. Right. Uh, thanks to Van Martin. So, Scotty, did we get a winner for the uh, Blood Lubricants Bloodbath? Yes, we do have a winner. It is the same winner as we had on the last contest, uh, Zach C187. Sweet. Congrats, Zach. And, and he, let's see, he barely beat. A lot of dead air here, Scotty. I know. Well, here, give me a second. <laughs> Actually, hold on. I am. Well, you look. I, I am so. Congrats to, yeah. to Zach for winning the Blood Lubricants Bloodbath. I will get that out. And if oh. Nick, I don't know if Nick still. I, I, I'm actually, I, I got it backwards. A, uh-huh. Aiden Marshall won, got the first 1974. Okay, so but, Aiden but wins. Then, but yes, but I'm sorry. But then Zach got the Jim Pomeroy answer, so he gets the the bonus. Okay, gift. we'll figure out what a bonus is for him. So I'm, I'm sorry. So I thought I, I, I went dyslexic tell, and saw it backwards. Aiden or Aiden, you're listening, duh. Send me a DM, uh, DarksideMX3 on Instagram or the Moto X Pod Show Instagram. It doesn't matter. Send me a DM with your info and your address, and I will get you this blood lubricants bloodbath out. Um, Zach, send me a DM also, and I'll figure out something for you. I appreciate you guys playing. Don't forget that we're going to be giving away a set of fly racing tie-downs next week on the show. Or actually, that's for the Patreon. I, I apologize. We're going to be giving away a set of Acherby's X Future MX handguards next week on the show. Um, I think that's about everything. There was a couple times in the show where it stopped recording. That's why I was like threw my hands yeah, up sometimes because that. the antivirus. I got to figure that out. It, it makes it stop recording. So the there's a few things I'm about to fix before we post the show. But that's all right. Um, Scotty, thanks for being in, Jeff. Yeah. No problem. Appreciate you coming in. Yeah, thank you. I know your boys are hanging out here on the side, and they're probably ready to get home. It's probably not that much fun for them. But I appreciate you coming in, man. I hope you had a good time. Sure, man. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And we'll we'll remind everybody that you're going to do a buy one, get one free on an off-the-shelf set of braces. Uh, Post a picture on your Instagram, tag at MotoXPodShow, and tag at WristBraceGuy, 
and we'll pick a winner uh, and save you some money on some wrist braces, and that will save you some money in the long haul because eventually you're going to crash. Just, mm-hmm. just the way it is. Oh, yeah. Anything else from no either doubt. one of you? No, that, that's, that's it. That's it? All right. I want to thank a Cherubies USA, X-Brand Goggles, Williams Moto Works, Torque One Racing, Shock Socks, All Sport Dynamics, Blood Lubricants, Fly Racing, Power Band Racing, Extreme Colors Helmet Painting, and Berm Lords Graphics and Jersey ID. Other than that, I think that's it. We'll be back next week. And next week, I've got Sean Brennan from Feld lined up, uh, Justin Bogle, and Curran Thurman. That's our show next week. We'll be, well, we'll be uh, uh, TJ said, I'm not in studio. Can I win prizes? <laughs> no. No, you cannot. Actually, it's a hard no, TJ. Yep, sorry, TJ. Uh, but you may, may get a set of the Michelin BMX tires. Ooh. Possibly. I haven't decided yet. I know sure. I'm getting a set. So you got a month to be to get off the naughty list, TJ. That sounds gross. No, it, no, it didn't. You made it gross. Get your mind out of the gutter. All right, we're <laughs> out of here, guys. Thanks for listening. Later.